0: Old-fashioned football and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet one hundred dollars, and get a hundred dollar free bet at SportsGamblingPodcast slash WinBet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T.
1: Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, so deal! I'm going in the behind 49, I'm in the behind 49, I'm in the behind 49. 49, 49. Old Fashioned Football.
0: Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. I'm sure you've joined us before. If you haven't, welcome and thanks for listening. I am Justin Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. And before I keep going, I got to pull in my co-host, my uh, do or die, the wifey, Miranda at jmark's wifey. Miranda, how are you doing besides laughing at me for do or die? Do or die? Yeah, it not, just popped up. Not in your my ride head. or die. <laughs> well eh. Well <laughs>
1: and, what is a do or die?
0: Um I'm not sure. <laughs> i die if I don't do yet. No, I don't know. <laughs> All right. <move. laughs> How you doing today, Miranda? Besides appalled by me already.
1: Um, I'm I'm actually I'm doing really great. I had the afternoon off today. To spend some time with my mom. We did some outdoor Christmas decorating over at their log home not too far from us. And the weather was perfect. I mean, still in the 40s. But it was just a beautiful day. So I'm doing great.
0: You know, when you say log home, it always sounds funny. Mm-hmm. But it can't really be described as a cabin. because no, We when call you say- it
1: the cabin, but yes. it really isn't. Not nowhere near close to the size of yeah, a cabin. When you think
0: of a cabin, you think of like this small little thing in mm-hmm. the woods. It's got like one, two rooms or something. It is not that. It's a beautiful log home. So I'm sure that was fun. It was fun. I mean, weather was pretty nice.
1: Justin, I'm going to turn around on you because I never ask you, how are you doing today since I didn't see you all day?
0: <laughs> well, well,
1: since I haven't seen you since noon.
0: I will, I, since noon, I will tell you what, I am doing fantastic after this weekend of football where I pulled through the victory I needed to make the playoffs in what you, if you're a repeat listener, have heard me refer to as the Big Money League. So that was a lot of anxiety all weekend. So
1: your win in fantasy football got you over the Bears Blues?
0: Well, there's going to be Bears Blues, but you know what? there's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we got as we've said before, there's a lot of uh positivity for the Bears. We have a top 5 pick, we have a ton of cap space. I I did want to beat Rodgers just once more though, mm-hmm. cuz I don't think he'll be a Packer next year. I really don't. And so I just wanted to I wanted to beat so Rodgers. He's going to go
1: out owning us.
0: Yes, unfortunately, but it is what it is. And we are at week 14, yes. which is the start of playoffs in some leagues such as my big money league. My win got me in, um, and in most of the other leagues, it's a week before the playoffs, so um, I know we are both going to be in the playoffs in multiple leagues. We missed mm-hmm. in some, but... Uh, I'm
1: right on the line if everything falls
0: into place. In our league? you Yes. <laughs> yes, in our league, two weeks ago, you were 10 I was nine. out of 10. Oh, I
1: was 10. I'm not 10 out of 10 anymore. No, but you were. And now I have a chance at the
0: playoffs. There is a path to the playoffs. <laughs> Which is insane. It is. Yes. But uh, we also have a big announcement.
1: Yes. We now have t-shirts.
0: Yes. Ours shipped today. We I did. Yes. I don't Exciting. know if I told you that. Mm-hmm. I got a notification. They shipped today. I'm very excited about them. There are like two different things. One or I guess two different logo colors. Mm-hmm. But seven different t-shirt colors within those two logos. So you have seven options. Some pretty sweet colors. Oh, yeah. I love how they turned out. Um, they are awesome. Shout out to Jake, who helped us mm-hmm. put that all together. Uh, but, yeah, they're they're fantastic. I love them.
1: And where can our listeners find those T-shirts, Justin?
0: Yeah, find them at the merch store, which um, I believe you can find just doing sg.pn slash store. Um, but if that doesn't, um, I'm not 100% positive on that. You know, I will we'll, check, though. We'll tweet
1: the link out. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. we do that? We've already tweeted it out last week. Um, but... We can send out a new link after today's show.
0: I was correct. SG.PN slash store okay. works. So, um, yeah. but, but and you
1: can find us under the fantasy football.
0: Fantasy yeah. football, new stuff, mm-hmm. and people get to ordering so that we can be in the trending. That's that's our goal. We want to be in the trending. <laughs> so, get to ordering. They make great Christmas gifts. Um, so, yeah. And before we get into the injury report, Sir throws a lot. Studs and duds. And, of course, waivers <laughs> and whiskey review Miranda. What are we drinking today?
1: We are drinking a plethora of whiskey today. <laughs> we are. Um, currently, well, we as we told you last week, we're drinking Jameson on the show today. We are drinking the original Jameson, I guess, if you want to call it. OG. The OG. <laughs> we're drinking Jameson cold brew. And we're drinking Jameson Middleton, which is a distillery edition from the Middleton Distillery in Ireland. You can only get it there. I thought we were going to be drinking Jameson Orange today, but it mysteriously disappeared. We had little samples. We've tried it before, but we had bought in the little. No, I didn't. (laughs) We had bought in the little Jameson Orange glass bottles, two ounce bottles. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, they're somewhere in our house. They have to be. So we'll find them. That'll be a surprise. And we are also drinking Jameson ginger and lime.
0: Yes. Which
1: which is it's in a can. We're cheating today. We didn't make.
0: Yeah. You can um, buy them in a a can. Mm -hmm. I I actually like them better when we make them ourselves. When we
1: make them ourselves they are.
0: Yeah. A hundred
1: times better than <laughs> I would say. We it's... ordered
0: at bars that way. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. It it is definitely a, a nice refreshing drink though. This seems like more of a summer drink than a winter drink. But um Any yeah, time out of the times drink, Jameson. Out That's of the true. can. Yeah.
1: Well if it was in a glass, what it wouldn't be a summer?
0: Not as summery. Just something about drinking out of a cold can just means like I've had a hot day outside <laughs> mowing it's... and I'm ready to drink my <laughs> <Okay>. cold Jameson. <laughs> Um, But anyways, before we get into all that, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on Winbet. Looking to get involved in the same-game parlay? Winbet is your home with with their Winbet. Build your own bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at Winbet. Winbet has what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w i n. NBET to claim your free bet today. Offers of change, terms and conditions of winbet.com must be twenty one or older and present in the state where play through winbet available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. We're back with Underdog Fantasy, and if you haven't signed up already, you can still get a 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use the promo code SGPN. Just go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN, for a 100% deposit match. Underdog is great for the weekly battle royale format, as well as getting an early start with their playoff best ball. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Of course, we are familiar with Underdog. um, Miranda, not as much, but I am. You heard me talk about it when we were in Oregon. Because it's not available in Iowa, but it's not a thing where it blocks where you live. It's just blocks where you are. So in Oregon, it was available. And um, I did pretty nice on some baseball stuff there. We paid for a little extra stuff on our, our little anniversary trip because of it. So that was pretty exciting. That was before I broke my foot. So <coughs> made it even more exciting. <laughs> um, should we jump into the injury report?
1: Yeah, we have some pretty serious ones on this week's list. Some
0: big names. Not
1: as long of a list, but big names, serious injuries. Never fun going through this injury report.
0: No, no. Um, Starts with Lamar Jackson, who has a knee injury. They're saying he's week to week. But Harbaugh did say he's likely to miss next week, though. So that's going to benefit Tyler Huntley. More on him later.
1: Next on our list, Joe Mixon, still on the list, still out with a concussion. And I'm questioning if he's going to be cleared for next week. Yeah. Normally, it's considered pretty serious if a player misses multiple Mm -hmm. weeks. And he's missed two now, which has made me nervous, especially going into playoffs. And I've needed him. The other problem is it seems – or at least we've seen lingering concussions or taking longer to pass – can be indicative of getting another the next time they play, so keep a watch on that he is someone to watch
0: yeah absolutely um must have be, your
1: backup in place yeah
0: it must be pretty bad if he can't pass the concussion protocol yet mm-hmm. it's been two and a half weeks since he's yeah. gotten that so must be a bad one um so, so i'm not
1: I'm not gonna count on him yeah so I'm gonna
0: but we make are wishing sure. him a speedy recovery fantasy football aside for yes. sure. <laughs> Um, Next one, Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence is having an MRI on his foot. He didn't miss a snap, but it is injured and uh, serious enough that they want to take a look at it anyways. This, of course, would benefit C.J. Beathard, a guy we're familiar with as the former Iowa Hawkeye quarterback, if Lawrence ends up missing time.
1: This is an interesting next player. Yeah, It's almost identical-ish. 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is out with a broken foot. Your boyfriend. I know, Jimmy G. (laughs) He is going to be out for this season. And, of course, their other quarterback, Trey Lance, already on the injured reserve. So next up is Brock Purdy, former Iowa State Cyclone. So two quarterbacks out and two backup quarterbacks coming in, both from Iowa. So,
0: yeah. And I've made this joke several times to people already, but I realize that he's not as purdy as Jimmy G, (laughs) but I think he's going to do all right and get the job done. Uh, The last one, Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker, he's had a really, really good season. He's got what they're calling a jammed ankle and having tests on it, so... I was reading about this. It's not a sprain. It's a jam, which actually affects both sides. The mm-hmm. joint jams kind of in. Like you jam your finger, but it's a little more serious on the ankle. So they're running tests going to kind of see how he goes. You're making a face like, ooh, that sounds like it hurts. It does. There's been um, so
1: many foot and ankle injuries yeah. this season. I,
0: I think it must be my fault, right? It's all
1: your fault. Because you brought the all the bad vibes.
0: <laughs> the beginning of the season, I injured my foot and ankle, and look what happened to everybody. Um, Of course, if he misses time, this is going to benefit DJ Dallas, who looks like he's next up.
1: All right. That concludes our injury report. Justin, why don't you give me our Sir Throws-A-Lot this week?
0: Sir Throws-A-Lot. Hey, we hit over 50 passes again. It's um, exciting. Yeah, there's been a couple weeks where we haven't had it, and it just seems a little dull to say Sir Throeslaw only had 40-something. But <laughs> this time, with 57 and only his second start this season, New York Jets' Mike White threw the ball 57 times in their 27-22 loss to the Vikings.
1: Those Vikings.
0: I know. they. Um, if they win next week and mm-hmm. the Packers and Lions lose, the Vikings are automatically going to the playoffs and win the division. So. It's interesting.
1: It is. They've been doing, they've had a killer season.
0: Yeah. Uh, they, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I know a lot of people love to hate Kirk Cousins, <laughs> but he has done all right. He's mm-hmm. done all right. So why don't we go to the studs and duds? Even though Kramer and Sean think I shouldn't let you do the studs, why don't you kick us off? I will start doing the studs for
1: us. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, quarterback for the Eagles. He was projected 22.3. He finished with 34.4.
0: That helped me out a lot. Um, quarterback Joe Burrow of the Bengals mm-hmm. projected 22.2, 2, finished with 30.04. They have beat the Eagles the last three times they've played the Eagles. They Joe Burrow has the Eagles, or not the Eagles, sorry, the Chiefs. <laughs> I was going to ah. say, oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we were just talking about the Eagles. Um, <laughs> they've beaten the Chiefs the last three times they've played them. Smoke and Joe Burrow has the Chiefs number apparently.
1: That's not as bad as Aaron Rodgers' eight wins over the Bears. yes,
0: yes, yes. The
1: last eight times.
0: (sighs) Ah, you're sleeping on the couch tonight.
1: (laughs) I didn't do it. (laughs) You
0: had to bring it up, though.
1: (laughs) All right, running back for the Cowboys, Tony Pollard. He was projected 12.3, and he finished with 23.6.
0: Yeah, and he's technically a backup. Another technically a backup, A.J. Dillon of the Packers, projected Mm -hmm. 8.2, finished with 19.4.
1: Wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown for the Lions was projected 12.9 and finished with 29.1, an exciting 29.1.
0: Yeah, that's intense. Mm -hmm. Um, To go with Jalen Hurts, wide receiver A.J. Brown, thank you for showing up because I do have him in the league that I needed to win. For the Eagles, projected 12.9, finished with 27.9. And
1: just to throw a tight end in here, I don't know if I'm impressed with this stat necessarily. (laughs) Noah Fant for the Seahawks, projected 5.4, finished with 12.2, which is I feel like what you would hope a tight end would get. So I don't know how much of a stud that is. I also was just kind of looking at Noah Fant because I dropped him earlier this season. I had him contracted and I dropped him earlier because I just was not impressed. He is not a top 10 tight end or a top 12 tight end. So most people probably didn't benefit from his 12.2 points this week. I was looking, and this was one of only two times all season where he even hit double digits.
0: Well, Miranda, I benefit from it because I did start him.
1: You started Noah Fant. What made you start Noah Fant?
0: Well, Kyle Pitts got hurt.
1: Okay, you have Kyle Pitts. So that's Komet. all you need to say. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Pitts, so I have.
0: Cole Komet was my other, and he's been yep. kind of up and down, mm-hmm. you know, so.
1: So you didn't really, yeah. So I okay. picked Noah Fant. Hey, well, then you benefited. He's a former Hawk So guy. this stud, was this, uh, he was, he. Provided you with average numbers for you. Yes,
0: yeah, very <laughs> average. Um, but got the job done. Mm-hmm. So moving on to the duds, you know, I kind of take enjoyment calling this guy a dud. I really do. And it shouldn't <laughs> be a surprise. Everybody mm-hmm. was excited. He's not played football for two years. You had to expect he was going to miss a couple. But Deshaun Watson for the Browns projected 19 and a half going against his old team. The Texans finished with 5.34. Ouch. Yes.
1: Another dud at quarterback for you, Russell Wilson, who has been on our dud list multiple times this season. (laughs) We love it. (laughs) Projected 14.4 and only finished with 9.66.
0: Yeah, he's got kind of like the dud of the the year, I think.
1: From a drafting perspective. Yeah,
0: because we saw him go very high. Mm -hmm. I still cannot believe in the one league. He went for more than Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) What are people thinking? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she just shakes her head like, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know either, Mer. I have no words. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Running back Aaron Jones for the Packers, projected 15.2, finished with 7.5. He did kind of have a lingering injury that kind of kept pulling him out, but he finished the game, so um, just kind of a disappointing performance if you started him.
1: And was not necessarily a disappointing performance because of us.
0: No, not <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> While I would love to be like, oh, yeah, played against us, only got his 7.5. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Ru- running back Nick Chubb for the Browns was projected seventeen point nine and only finished with eight points.
0: Yeah, let's keep the Brown train rolling. That sounded weird. Um, wide receiver <laughs> Amari Cooper projected twelve and a half, finished with six.
1: That's three Browns players that are we've already considered our major
0: duds. This and week. they won, but it was because of their special teams and defense. So.
1: All right, wide receiver Jalen Waddle for the Dolphins was projected 11.9 and only finished with 1.4.
0: No waddling was done. Uh, tight end George Kittle of the 49ers projected 8.3, finished with 3.2. He's been on our dud list a couple times. I know,
1: and I have him in one of our leagues, so it's painful.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because he is one of the tight ends that people you know draft pretty early on. But um, So that's our studs and duds. We're moving this right along because it is an important week for you. That's why we are drinking Jameson. We're hoping it brings you the mm-hmm. luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. The, the luck of the Irish. Um, we're just, yeah, moving it right along. <laughs> too, too far? No.
1: <laughs> You're good.
0: I'll drink a little more and then I'll do the whole thing in an Irish <laughs> <No>. accent. Um,
1: <laughs> let's save everybody for that.
0: <laughs> well, let's go ahead and do the waiver wire.
1: First up on my list for the waiver wire is quarterback Brock Purdy. I already spoke about him earlier. Um, He is currently 0% rostered. He is going to be the starter for the 49ers for the rest of the season. He came in against Miami, who has been a decent defense, and he threw for 210 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. (laughs) Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, and for those of you who don't know, that's what they call the last player who's drafted in the NFL. (laughs) Um, in the NFL draft. So he was a winner at Iowa State, and this Kyle Shanahan offense is created so that even when quarterbacks that aren't even top 15 talent, they can still succeed. And Purdy was a good quarterback in college. I think he's going to do all right, or I know at least our 49er fans out there are hoping he's going to do all right. Plus, he's surrounded by the talent of McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, I think he's going to be one of the better options we have had when looking at backups for quarterbacks. And like I said, 0% rostered right now. I At this point, if you're hurting at quarterback and we're going into playoffs, I would maybe do 15%.
0: Yeah, for sure, especially if you think about a super flex league mm-hmm. um, or, or a two-quarterback system. You're going to want to pick up a quarterback that's on the waiver. So, yeah, I absolutely agree. Um I'm going to talk about another quarterback, Tyler Huntley. Um he's only rostered in 3% of leagues. I would not do as much as I would Purdy because we don't know how long he's going to play. It might only be a week. But he'll play at least one week, so I'm going to do 5% of my fab. He's coming in for Lamar Jackson, who like I said is going to miss probably a week, maybe more than a week. We don't know yet. Especially would be good if you uh, have rostered a guy like Justin Fields or Taylor Heineke, who aren't on a buy in Week 14, unfortunately. So last year, Huntley play, played in seven games, including a Week 15 game against the Packers, where he finished as a top fantasy football quarterback that week with 35.9 points. He's going to face a tough Steelers defense, but if you're needing a quarterback and like the super flex, like we said, There's not a lot of options available except for filling in for these Mm -hmm. starters, these backup guys, so he's another backup to keep your eye on if you need a spot start.
1: You know, with Lamar Jackson being injured.
0: Jimmy G being injured. I don't
1: know how many people were starting Jimmy G. Or you have guys like Justin Field, Taylor Heineke on buys, quarterbacks, especially going into the playoffs or the week before the playoffs where there's some crucial games. You really want to make sure you're – getting out there, picking up somebody if you're needing it. So I'm going to give you a third quarterback on our waiver wire, which I don't feel like we've done before. No. Um, and we already talked about him a little bit too. Mike White, he's only rostered in 21% of leagues. And now we mentioned earlier, he was our cert throws a lot this week with 57 throws. Um, We did talk about him last week and he was not in our waiver wire la- picks last week. We were a little hesitant on him because we weren't sure if he was going to remain the starter and we wanted to see how he played against a non-Bears defense, (laughs) which is really putting our defense down there. (laughs) Um, But now he's going to be starting his third game in a row against Buffalo after he almost led the Jets to a comeback this last week. I feel like he's definitely going to continue to be the starter after throwing for 369 yards. He didn't have any touchdowns, but he still showed a lot of upside and a touchdown pass or two would have elevated him into one of the top performing quarterbacks. Yeah. So, they're going to need to throw a lot against the Bills to keep up. I think it's worth taking a look at Mike White. It's Picking him up if you're needing that help. I know, like, he just had this awesome performance. I, I've maybe 5 to 15%. Again, if you're needing a quarterback, somewhere in that range of your
0: fab. Yeah, for sure. And trending right now are t shirts that say Mike and White and they have his picture on it. Um, <laughs> a lot of Jets fans were wearing those at the game. So that was funny to see. Um, I want to see Mike White in a Mike FN White shirt. Shirt. Um, poor Zach Wilson, though. Their, their starter <laughs> that he replaced. Um, but anyways, I'm going to talk about a running back, Jarek McKinnon, who is rostered in 50% of leagues, but that means in 50% he's not. Um, I would suggest 15% of fab, and here's why. After placing Clyde edwards lair on injured reserve, McKinnon kind of steps into that number two backup position mm-hmm. behind Isaiah Pacheco. And he did really well this week, Uh, his first game kind of in that position. He's a a veteran with a lot of experience. Now, in the past, they've kind of just used him as a pass-catching back. Didn't do a lot of that this past game, but he just fits really well in this Andy Reid offense. Ran for 51 yards, had nine receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. I think he's going to be just a really nice flex piece moving forward on a Chiefs offense that we all know can move the ball.
1: Another running back for you, DJ Dallas currently rostered in 3% of leagues. This is a deal where I would recommend the Kenneth Walker managers need to pick up if they can. If Walker is out, Dallas is looking to be in line to be the next man up. He had 10 carries for 37 yards this weekend. He is a strong runner who will find success if he's made a lead back. I would keep a close eye on Walker's health before placing this, but if he is out – Run and grab him 5%, 10% of FAB.
0: Yeah. Um, and you're going to notice our list is a little bit longer because we're getting close to the playoffs. We're like one game away, so we're trying to give you all the ammo we can. And I'm going to move on to wide receiver Jahan Dotson. This one is a little um, a little sneaky, I think. He's rostered in 32% of leagues, and this is a huge dynasty play here. Um, he, he will be all right this year, I think. But this is mainly kind of a dynasty thing I'm looking at. So 5% fab. He's had an up and down year, but he's a young guy still. Started the year off scoring double digit fantasy points in three of the first four games, but then he got injured. Um, He's been kind of limited since then. However, this weekend, finally back on track. Targeted nine times, pulling in five of those for 54 yards and a touchdown. He's a speedy guy, and I know he's got competition with Scary Terry and Curtis <laughs> Samuel, but he's so shifty and flashy that they're going to keep him involved down the stretch. Um, stretch? Stretch? I don't know what stretch is, but the stretch um, <laughs> turned Boston for a minute there. They got to keep him going down the stretch. Um,
1: Dotson <laughs> yeah. is not
0: from Boston. <laughs> he might be. You don't know. I guess they don't know. <laughs> Fact check me. Right. Um, this is why it's Sneaky. He's on a buy this coming mm-hmm. week, so he's not going to help you He's next not going
1: to be popping up in, if you
0: are looking at like projections. Yeah, in a, pin, in yeah. a pinch,
1: and you're looking like, who can I, you know, somebody's yeah. ruled out that you didn't expect. I, I know that happened to me last week. Looking out there, he's not going to show up as one of the top people, top right. wide receivers or flex position that you should be picking up for the week. Yeah. So this is it is sneaky, mm-hmm. and that that dynasty value there. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a good stash for a one dollar keeper for next year.
0: Absolutely. Or three
1: dollars is three dollars. In our I league, was it's thinking, three dollars. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking. Yeah.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah. $3. In our league, a
0: free agent is a three dollar contract the next year, mm-hmm. and he's just got such a high ceiling boom type of um, skill set that he could fill in in a jam this year, but for sure, dynasty wise, pick this guy up.
1: Yeah, it's worth stashing him, keeping him on your bench the rest of the season, keeping him next year in those dynasty leagues just to see what he does out as a low dollar keeper. Yeah. All right. Another wide receiver for you all, um, Alec Pierce for the Colts. He's currently rostered in 27% of leagues. I might throw 5 to 10% fab at him. Maybe more towards 5%. He's another up-and-down player, but he had three games in a row from week four to six where he was scoring double-digit points, and we recommended picking him up after that first week, and then all the quarterback issues and controversy, and the Colts looking bad in general this season. Um, I mean, the Colts, it's a new team under interim head coach Jeff Saturday, and with... Matt Ryan back in the driver's seat. These receivers have some upside. Mm -hmm. Pierce was targeted eight times this week and pulled in four of those for 86 yards and a touchdown. Just looking at those numbers there, that's an average of 10 yards a target or 20 yards a catch which is a very valuable fantasy piece to have on your team. I just called him a piece. A piece.
0: <laughs> a piece of Pierce. Um, no, that's impressive, though. When you're getting 20 yards a catch, that's mm-hmm. your big playability that are giving you big fantasy points. Um, last on here, I know Miranda's not a fan of him, apparently. <laughs> but are you n- going
1: to talk about Fant?
0: <laughs> yes, Noah Fant uh, for the Seahawks. That's going to
1: be your tight end pick. Okay.
0: Yep, 19% rostered. I would do 5 to 10% on him um, and more towards 10% if you need the help. And, you know, he was a sought-after tight end when he played for the Broncos. And the Seahawks just haven't seemed to use him in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he hasn't been as fantasy relevant. But it's the second time in four weeks that he scored over 12 fantasy points in a half PPR league when he got four passes for 42 yards and a touchdown. Geno Smith can move this offense. For as, as much as I doubted him and I thought the Seahawks were going to suck – Geno Smith has done well with this offense and as much as the opposing defenses pay attention to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, that leaves tight end Noah Fant able to make some plays. He's an Iowa boy, so you know he can. If you stream tight ends, or if you've just had issues with yours, and I highly re- recommend taking a look at FAMP for your Week 14 waiver wire targets.
1: Not to pick apart your stats or anything, Justin, <laughs> but you're like you're saying it's the second time in four weeks that he scored over 12 fantasy points and a half PPR. It's also the second time all season that he scored yeah, no. over twelve fantasy points.
0: I think they're just and over
1: twelve is twelve. You know, he twelve came, point something.
0: He came over in 12. that 2. that Russell Wilson trade, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's been a man a matter of him getting comfortable with this offense, getting. But used we're not to like it. seeing him and trending then,
1: up. He's I think he still is.
0: I think he's going in to in between.
1: Be okay, in four weeks, we're talking about whatever week it was that he first got his double digits. He, do you, oh, you're getting all No, we're going
0: to write this down. Um, he will be a top 12 tight end over the next three weeks.
1: Do you know where he's ranked right now? No, I'm not
0: saying he'll elevate to top t- 12. I'm saying in the next weeks, if everybody's starting on level playing ground, he will finish in top 12 for the fantasy Well, that's points. not
1: that big of a stretch. He's like ranked 17th right now. Well, so if everyone, okay, just based 10. on numbers, you're saying top 10.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to like his season total will be top 10.
1: I know what you're saying. But you're saying
0: for the fantasy football, let's playoffs, just take
1: these next four weeks of stats. Yeah. The fantasy you're football gonna,
0: playoffs and he'll be top 10.
1: He's going to be a top 10 tight end yep. in the fantasy football playoffs. Yep. So just those weeks. Yep. I, I wanted to, this needs to be a bet because,
0: okay.
1: no, seriously, we're looking at, you take those two weeks. I, I have I'm to look it down. this
0: up. Don't right worry. Down. I'm writing it down. Um, so fantasy football playoffs. Noah Fant, top ten <laughs> tight end.
1: You take his twelve point two game and his other one. You oh my gosh, you're like over twelve points. It's twelve point two as well. No, twelve point one. And there is a bye week in there.
0: Um, I have a question. What is twelve point one over twelve?
1: Shut up! (laughs) Basically, twelve points, and it was five weeks. So he did have a buy in there, but but for that, we're looking at like I don't even know. He's never his highest other game is seven point five, and everything after that is under that. Several weeks where he got two or three points.
0: No, I get what you're saying. I just think from what I've seen in the gameplay, they're figuring out how to utilize. Okay, you
1: don't get to count this twelve point two game. That's, In his
0: No, n- uh, the fantasy football playoffs, which technically most of them don't start this coming week. They start the next one. So the next four weeks, we'll say, are fantasy football playoffs.
1: Okay. Well. As long as
0: he's not injured, too. We're not going to be like, oh, he's injured, so he finished out. So
1: him. if he gets injured, the bet is irrelevant. Right. And we just, awash right. a wash, whatever. Yep. yep. What are we betting?
0: Um, terms to be disclosed. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take this off there. Yes. <laughs> oh, one of those bets. <laughs> <laughs> <What> is- <laughs> I just didn't have an answer right now, but all right. <laughs> I like where I- your head's at. <laughs> clearly,
1: I misunderstood you, so moving on.
0: <laughs> I'm a misunderstood individual.
1: I don't have a tight end on the waiver wire for you, so I guess you'll have to maybe take... Justin's advice and go with Noah Fant.
0: Glad you clarified on the waiver wire.
1: <laughs> You're you've got I'm so riled up right now about you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that concludes our waiver wires yeah. this week. All right. As we said earlier in the show, we now have t-shirts in SGPN's merch store. Yeah. And we are going to do something fun and do a t-shirt giveaway. Um We'll announce it on next week's show.
0: Yeah, I think so. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah, so we're going to have a code word. And since we're drinking Jameson today, our code word is going to be Jameson.
0: The code word is Jameson.
1: <laughs> so to get a free t-shirt, we I mean, it's a bit of a checklist, but we think you can do it.
0: But it's a free t-shirt. It's a free t-shirt. Free. And they
1: look pretty They look. They look sweet.
0: They're badass. They're badass t-shirts. Say. They're badass. They're
1: badass. <laughs> so all you have to do is follow Justin on Twitter at JMarkFootball,
0: and follow Miranda at JMark's wifey,
1: and follow SGPN Fantasy. Then, last but not least, comment on. I'm gonna nominate you, Justin, on all Justin's right. tweet for this week's show. Every week we tweet out when yeah. our episode is live, and. So in the comments for that tweet that Justin's going to tweet out, tweet the code word, Jameson. Jameson. And yeah, and then we'll take all those um, names. We'll randomize it, randomly select and announce on next week's show. Um, You'll get to, there's two different logo colors. I think seven different colors in total for shirts. They're pretty neat colors. One for
0: each day of the week.
1: One one for each day of the week. Yeah. So um, if you want to go ahead and check out those T shirts, it just go to
0: sg.pn backslash store,
1: and you can search for us under fantasy.
0: Yeah, fantasy or new. new. Yeah, it's
1: under the new merch as well. Yep. So once again, you have to follow all three of Justin at J Mark Football, myself at J Mark and SGPN Fantasy, and then. Comment our code word, Jameson, in the comments on Justin's tweet this week for our show.
0: Yeah. Um, And and just remember, I tweet it, SGPN Fantasy tweets it, SGPN Network tweets it. Comment on mine. I'll try to monitor the others to make sure just in case. But um, mine will be the easiest for us to track. So and and if you want a T-shirt, order one because it's just another way to support us. You know, we don't necessarily get anything from it but it supports us in and the it supports, yeah it supports um sports gambling podcast network which is kind enough to let us do this each week and this is our 21st episode oh wow yeah I forgot we, missed that...
1: twi- we missed our 20 we missed our 10th <laughs> we missed our 20th <laughs> i
0: know we're not good at that apparently it's because <laughs> i never typed the episode number in until afterwards so um but yeah our 21st episode and we're happy to do that buying a t-shirt helps support the the network and us um if you listen on Spotify or if you don't just know that we are on Spotify giving us a review on Spotify um you can just do star reviews on that so um, preferably we love a 5 star review but whatever you think we deserve. If you
1: think we suck? We still want to know. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. Um you can leave a star review there um on SGPN Fantasy's site so uh or um, sorry, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, so that helps a lot too. Um, helps us kind of with the, you know, what they say, with the algorithms and getting on other people's radars. So, yeah, all that helps. All right. Um, why don't we talk about this whiskey? We've been going through our our canned Jameson and ginger and lime, but let's talk a little bit about Jameson and the whiskeys that we're trying.
1: All right, like we said earlier, we are drinking Jameson, Jameson cold brew. And Middleton Jameson, which is a distillery edition from the Middleton Distillery in Ireland. You can't get this anywhere. You have to go to that distillery to get it.
0: Yes. This was a very nice surprise that my uh, my parents brought us. They went to Ireland two months ago, I think it was. In August. In August. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, And they, they brought it back to right? us for our... September? I don't know. Okay. Some, a couple months ago. <laughs> A handful of months ago. Um, Time flies. (laughs) It's December already. Um, Anyways, they brought it back to us for our 10th anniversary. And uh, it's the bottle, the label on the bottle is um, customized. It says happy 10th anniversary. The box it's in is customized and says that. Very, very, very cool. So we're very excited. This is our first time trying it. It is. So that's exciting.
1: All right, and you know me. I love to bring you some history on all the whiskeys that we taste on our show. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to come right out and say their website is packed full of history. I am going to give you the brief Cliff Notes version.
0: There's a ton <laughs> it's, on there. It's a
1: lot all the way back to 1780 to today, to present day. There, so you could go online, jamesonwhiskey.com. And go to the R Story section and get so much more information that I'm gonna fill your ears with today. <laughs> um, but basically, back in 1780, John Jameson established a way of making Irish whiskey that they've been that they've for the most part kept the same. They use locally grown ingredients and water from the Dungourney River. Um, ironically, though. John was born in Scotland and moved to Dublin in his 30s. So he's Scottish. But And, and for those of you that
0: aren't whiskey um, sommeliers or whatever, uh, Scotland whiskey is Scotch. Scotch. <laughs> Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. Anyways, go on. <laughs>
1: um, four of his sons then followed him into distilling. So in 1780, when he started the distillery... Dublin was the second largest city between Brit- Britain and Ireland, London being the only one bigger. And even though there was a lot of competition, his refined craft and good name that he established with the great product gave him the edge. Like I said, the Cliff Notes <laughs> version. Um one there there's seriously so much history on their website.
0: W- one of my one of my favorite things on there was if you it like literally goes through mm-hmm. the owner, so it was passed down to. Mm-hmm. So it started with John Jameson, and then it was John Jameson the second, then John Jameson the third, and then John Jameson the fourth, and I believe that was the end of the John Jamesons. <laughs> and then it was like Frank Jameson or something. <laughs> Frank. yeah, it's like um, they were like we are not passing this name down anymore, Frank. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was mm-hmm. funny, just because you obviously go four or five generations of Johns and then yes. it's like okay we're done with this.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Jameson is obviously made in Ireland and we've actually been to their location in Dublin 10 years ago on our honeymoon. Yes. And that was really fun and I would like to point out that it started my love of whiskey. Yeah. Going to the Jameson distillery. yeah Because I felt obligated to try <laughs> like we took the tour at the distillery. And at the end of the tour, you could get Jameson Neat or On the Rocks. You could get it with Sprite or you could get it with cranberry juice. And up until that point, I thought I hated whiskey, mostly because the only whiskey Justin really had around me prior to that was Jack. Oh, yeah. And I still, to this, um, also due to more recent ex- experiences, can't drink Jack.
0: If you ever get in a conversation with Miranda, ask her about Tennessee hookers. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about prostitutes in Tennessee. Um, a uh, co-worker in front of mine, Danny, she introduced us to Tennessee hookers, which is a shot of Jack Daniels and then a shot of pickle juice. And
1: in... <sighs> not to quote myself, but all night I was saying how life changing <laughs> they were and
0: we have videos of you saying that
1: oh my god <laughs> i've never seen that video i did not know you had a video of me you seriously have a video
0: danny does yes oh
1: my god okay well anyway that makes jack easier to drink it also i don't even know how many shots i had that night it was bad and
0: two too many
1: too, oh, i was like what two i had way more than two <laughs> um anyway i don't want to get off on this tangent. Going back to Jameson, (laughs) we were at the Jameson Distillery and at the end of the tour, I had to pick one and I chose um, Jameson Cranberry because at the time I was drinking vodka cranberries. Like that had been my drink of choice at the time. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll try it in the cranberry juice. It was so good in cranberry juice that when we came back to the States, that was all I was ordering when we were going out with our friends. Yeah. Um, And... Then I I guess from there like that Jameson and cranberry until more recently when we had Jameson ginger and lime now I go to Jameson ginger and lime if I'm gonna or Jameson mule yeah Jameson mules are so good anyway
0: <laughs> if you go to the distillery in mm-hmm. Dublin which yes. I think isn't their distillery it's like their barrel holding but anyways yeah if you go there and do the tour they will ask for volunteers you
1: need to say yes yes you need Raise to volunteer. Your hand. Because while everyone else gets to enjoy their Jameson neat or on the rocks or in Sprite or however you're going to drink it, how whatever the options are for you at the end of the tour, the volunteers get to go and do a...
0: Taste comparison. Yeah,
1: of Jameson and
0: scotch an, yep. and
1: an American whiskey. Right,
0: which I think was Jack. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was a very mm-hmm. cool experience. And then you get a... a um,
1: yeah, you have a certificate A little now. certificate.
0: Thank you. That's the official Jameson taste tester. <laughs> so that's me. I'm the official Jameson taste tester.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, let's get into, like, how they make their whiskey. I know I said that they use all local, um, locally grown ingredients, water from the Dungurney River, and they take pot still and fine green whiskeys and triple distill them. Age them in oak cast for a minimum of four years.
0: And 2% of that whiskey is lost in the aging process. Aww, they whiz- call that the, the angel share. share. <laughs> yep. That's the first time we had learned that mm-hmm. that, that term anyways.
1: yeah. So, uh, Justin. Yes. um I hope you... I didn't tell you, but I've seen you over there. You've been drinking. I don't know if you've... I haven't been Not able to see. Not enough, I haven't, but that's okay. I'm have you just tried the regular Jameson right now? What, um, what Have you been tasting? I've been tasting? drinking
0: my can and smelling these. <laughs> Um, All right, well,
1: let's go. Okay, yes. so we're going to try this together then. Yes, I'll, I'll just, go over the tasting yeah.
0: notes. You drink. Okay. okay. You 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 zip it for a second and fill oh, that mouth do with not. whiskey. To zip it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the regular Jameson on the nose, they say light floral fragrance, peppered to spicy wood and sweet notes. Mm, I don't spicy smell. Spicy wood. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't smell much more of that spicy wood. Kiggity. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it spicy? Um, <laughs> on, the <laughs> on the taste. It's spicy, nutty, and vanilla with hints of sweet sherry.
1: I mean, I feel like if you're a whiskey lover, you've had Jameson, and it's just Jameson. Yeah, it's hard to describe because there's
0: not much like it. No. It's just, it is Jameson. It's very good. It's smooth. Mm -hmm. It goes down smooth.
1: It's very smooth.
0: Yeah, um, but it is hard to, there is some nuttiness. Um, you know, we do this thing where we read it and then it's like, oh yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if and it's... I've never...
1: We drink Jameson all the time and it's like
0: I've never stopped to think about
1: what I'm tasting when I taste Jameson. So I'm really trying right now to yeah.
0: like... So, and and then it, the finish is smooth, of course, mm-hmm. um, because Jameson is not a... A harsh whiskey at all. The triple
1: distilling, um, I feel, is what makes it. It's so smooth.
0: Yep. There's no burn. No. Drink no. Not at all.
1: You get warm feeling after.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, why don't we talk about the Jameson Cold Brew? Yes. Now they distill that with araba, Arabica beans. Arabica? Arabica. I don't know beans. how to say the coffee. Um, I'm. Coffee. I know whiskey but I don't know it's as much about it. Smelling this one,
1: it smells like coffee. It does. With yeah. a hint of whiskey. It smells like coffee with a hint of whiskey. And cold brew coffee is my favorite form of coffee.
0: Yeah. And so on the nose, this is intense, rich coffee and vanilla. Taste is distinctive, bold, natural, with cold brew coffee impact followed by charred wood. It, this one is really interesting because it's so coffee-y. It's
1: literally like drinking coffee.
0: Yeah, because again, it's smooth, and
1: the Jameson just makes the coffee even smoother. Like in, I don't know, this tastes. It's like like, having
0: an Irish coffee. That's what it tastes like, except it's not hot like an Irish coffee would be.
1: No, it's better than an Irish coffee, in my opinion, because it's not as
0: sweet or what.
1: Well, there's something about. I'm kind of a coffee snob.
0: Yeah, she is, and
1: there is something about cold brew coffee that is just better than. Getting an iced coffee or getting, I don't know, just, it's just better than coffee. It's smoother. It has such so much more of a rich taste.
0: Yeah. No, it mm-hmm. I, absolutely. I agree. Um, this Jameson cold brew is like, even now, as I just like kind of breezed in before I talked, I just taste coffee. Like, mm-hmm. that's all you taste yeah, is cold this brew is coffee. Just coffee. Um, disappointing that we don't have the orange because it's kind of similar. Like, you get a very strong orange taste.
1: Mm-hmm. The orange um, is good. It's yeah. not... I feel like if we had made Old Fashions tonight, Jameson Orange in an Old Fashioned oh, with a cherry. Oh, sure. mm.
0: yeah. for Yeah. And I was thinking we didn't, we have not done Jameson, which is true. We have not done Jameson, but Rod did Jameson on the episode he filled in mm-hmm. for you. He did the pre-season. Black Barrel. Yeah, which Jameson's website says is the best thing to use for an Old Fashioned. I can, That's I can why he see picked
1: that you. because it's... It's different. Yeah. yeah. It holds up better, I think. I think, yes, I was going to say regular Jameson in an old-fashioned loses itself, is a little different. And maybe, like, that's why, like, because last week we did um, Sexton Irish Whiskey. And I don't, I feel like that lost itself a little in the old-fashioned. Wait a ton of what? Sexton. (laughs) On last week's episode. Yeah. You don't remember? (laughs) Yeah, I really
0: liked that one. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Moving out of the Middleton, there's no tasting notes on their website because, again, this is something you can only get at Middleton in Cork County, um, their Middleton Distillery. But on the back of the bottle, it says, our distillery edition has been bottled exclusively for visitors to our home at Middleton in Cork County. It is a whiskey of exceptional depth, balancing pot still warmth with sherry wood, revealed notes of ripe fruit and fig with subtle vanilla and charred oak characteristics. What do you get from it?
1: Well, if just smelling it, it smells sweet. Mm-hmm. It has a sweet smell. If you c- just, I wanted, I really wanted to compare it to regular Jameson.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: It definitely smells different than regular Jameson. It has a much different taste to me.
0: Yeah, it does. It's
1: um, it's unique. It's not um,
0: it's still smooth.
1: It is smooth. I almost want to say it's almost not as smooth. There's just a different yeah flavor palette there mm-hmm. than regular Jameson, but I it's feel like good. it's more
0: um full bodied. Yes, like, full bodied yes. is
1: a good yeah, and it warms you more.
0: Yeah. Is yep.
1: it what proof is it?
0: Um, it is just eighty percent. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so it's a weakling, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely I get some nuttiness. I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then the charred barrel you get.
1: Yeah, it's definitely unique. It's very good.
0: Yeah, we're drinking them out of our Glenclarin glasses. I believe they're called. Something like
1: that. They're special whiskey tasting
0: glasses. Yes. I think especially for Irish whiskey, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe so. (laughs) The Glenclaren. Um, Anyways, that's our Jamesons. We obviously are big fans of Jamesons. We have been for years... um, and yeah, it, everybody knows Jameson. If you drink whiskey, you you've had Jameson before, I am sure. But check out if you out, haven't,
1: go out and get yourself some Jameson. Yeah,
0: and if you have not tried the Jameson Cold Brew and you're a coffee fan, yes, definitely go check that out.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And if you're in Cork County in Middleton in Ireland, go to their distillery and get one of their special distillery editions because it's really good too. I really like it.
1: All right, Justin, all this whiskey is going down well.
0: Going once, going twice,
1: sold.
0: Old fashioned football.